Hi guys, it's Sister Spill and welcome back to Spillcast. I hope you all are having a wonderful Monday. Mine is busy, but pretty good. Um, I am just going to jump into advice just because I feel like I do have a lot of advice to respond to and I also have a lot of stuff to talk about um, like tea wise so I think this will be an interesting episode. Um, Also keep in mind that next week I'm looking to do a guest um, episode on my podcast and you know hopefully you guys are enjoying those but I feel like it's really useful to listen to people who are you know your guys's age or or older or younger whatever just like people in like the teenage preteen age that like want to talk on this podcast I feel like that that's like a really beneficial thing for other people listening because you know these are just regular everyday people and it's very hard like obviously if I had the power I would like try and um interview influencers on here but it's really really hard to like get in contact with those people and honestly I think it's kind of cool to like interview people that are just not influencers but everyday people and I feel like that's that's almost cooler because you just hear other people's lives and their stories and things like that and it makes it more realistic because you know everything you see online is not really reality so anyways um look out for a guest episode next week and um you know if there isn't then it probably fell through or something like that but you know, the next, in the next few episodes, there should be a guest episode coming up, and I urge you guys to all listen to it, even if it sounds, like, boring or anything. I promise you guys, it's just, like, you're listening to, like, I don't know, a regular conversation with, with two everyday people, but, but cooler. So, I hope that you guys are excited for those. Anyways, I'm gonna jump into advice, like I said. Um, I got someone who, who DM'd me, and they said that they're moving to a new city, and they're, like, really anxious about it, um, like, having, uh, anxiety attacks and stuff about it, and they wanted tips, and I want to say, like, I'm gonna keep this brief because, um, I have responded to things like this multiple times before, but I want to say that, like, it's okay to feel scared because I have been in your position so many times, whether it's being scared to literally go to the store alone or being scared to start high school where I didn't know anyone. So I think like you're definitely not the only one. And I, I assure you that there is someone like where you're moving that also doesn't know anyone, even if they didn't like move to a completely new city like you are. Um, maybe they moved to schools or whatever like I did you know like there are always going to be those people that don't know anyone and so just keep that like a fresh thought in your mind and just remember that like there are plenty of opportunities to make friends and I found my people after a really rough year and I guarantee you will find yours so um honestly like I can give as much advice as I want on this topic but I think in the end like there's only only so much I can say to help you and honestly just make sure that you have a good support system keep in touch with your friends um, back home and um, you know rely on your parents and let your parents know how you're feeling and things like that just like having a good support system is really going to help you and I guarantee you you're going to do great um, in your new city and obviously no one knows anyone when they move to a new city so that's very normal and maybe there's some way you can reach out to someone through social media or join some sort of um, group where you can talk to people that already live there I don't really know um, but yeah good luck so this next person DM'd me and said hi sister spill I love your podcast my little sister and I always listen to it together so I have a bit of a different situation because I never officially dated the, the guy I'm talking about but he was a really toxic person we go to the same theater company and would always do shows together We started texting and got close. Pretty soon, things got weird. Not like quirky, cute weird, but like legit 
what the heck. He would always ask me to do things I didn't feel comfortable with and then would guilt trip me into doing it. I didn't want to get into, de- I don't want to get into details, but he would ask for pics in weird ways. Um, he's also, wait, like, what does your underwear look like? Um, he's also super negative and would comment on my body whenever I sent him stuff. This went on for months and has made me super depressed and anxious. I'm so miserable and anxious to be even around him, even though he doesn't talk to me. It's starting to affect my love of theater because I know he's going to be here. I would love any advice you have because I honestly don't know what to do. I want to try to talk to him about how much it hurt me and that I want to try to resolve things so it doesn't have to be so stressful around him, but I'm terrified. I've cried so much about the whole thing and just don't know what would help me overcome this. I'm not a confrontational person at all, but I really don't want to quit theater. Okay, so that was a lot to take in. I think this is like one of the more serious um, things that I would give advice on normally and not that that's a bad thing at all. If you guys have serious situations, feel free to ask me for advice. There, you know, I'm always here to help, so don't feel afraid. And thank you for this person to sharing this um, because it might help someone else. So I think like this is definitely a tricky situation because on one hand, I'm like, you know, maybe talking to him would help you get some closure, like you said, and then you wouldn't be so scared going to theater and seeing him. But at the same time, like talking to him might bring up some of those like emotions again. It might make things worse, like maybe by the way he responds. I don't really know exactly like, you know, who he is or what kind of person he is. So like, I don't know how he would respond if he would get like defensive or be understanding, who knows. Um, But like from what I'm going off of, what he did was wrong and you were clearly uncomfortable in the whole situation and like you literally are traumatized from it. And like that's unfortunately happened to so many people and, um, you know, it's a hard thing to deal with because you, you want to resolve the situation and you're not a confrontational person so that makes it even harder and then also like it's interfering with your love for theater because you like have to see him in theater all the time so that is such a tough situation I think you definitely should not like if you do end up talking to him make sure that he doesn't like manipulate you into thinking like oh you know you're just being dramatic like nothing bad happened at all blah 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 blah. or like oh no I didn't realize blah 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 don't let him like get in your head because I think you should be pretty solid about this. He made you uncomfortable point blank. I don't think that you should, um, you know, back up on that at all. Not saying that you're going to, but I just know that a lot of people like, you know, they might talk to these people and then get manipulated and then be like, oh, you know, it was fine. It wasn't a big deal. Like I was just overreact, overreacting. Don't worry. You're not overreacting. This was not a good situation to be in. He took advantage of you. So, um, I'm just, I'm sorry that the situation happened to you, that the fact that it made you like depressed and anxious because, you know, it went on for months like that is so horrible, you know, like it's crazy like how much stuff like that can like take a toll and like I can't even imagine people who are like assault survivors, like that's even worse Um, and I'm not trying to like compare people's um, different trauma or uh, levels of hurt or pain, I'm just saying like it's just crazy to think that like there are so many women who are out there going through things like this and they are like this affected like a lot of people don't realize how much it actually affects you like you get one traumatic event even if it's it's not sexual assault like even if it's something just like someone making you uncomfortable or like your situation it literally is something that you can't think about and, and I have had these experiences so it's 
it's just crazy how much it affects you. But I would say like you're definitely not alone. And if there's any way that you can get access to some sort of therapist, I feel like that would actually really, really help you. Um, just because a lot of people in your position like do benefit from therapy. And like I've said to my viewers or my listeners, a lot of times when I've recommended this, I know it's not easy for everyone to get a therapist or even ask for one. But if you have the chance please try and bring it up to your parents because I guarantee you it will make a difference and sometimes just talking about your problems helps you get through them and unravel them so much better than just bottling it all up and like you know trying to deal with it yourself and like I think you made a really good first step by like DMing me and asking for advice but like my advice will only go a certain you know amount uh that didn't really make sense but you know what I'm saying you know it it'll only go so far and I think eventually you're gonna have to seek help outside of me and you know either talk to him or if you don't decide to talk to him talk to someone about the situation because honestly something like therapy would help you um not saying it'll solve all your problems but it might be a good first step so I don't know if this is helpful at all but I just hope that you resolve this and do not let him get in the way of your love for theater because you love theater and just don't let them, don't let him take that away from you. Don't let him ruin it, is my moral of the story. Another person DM'd me and said, I have two friends. One is a boy who I will call Jake and the other is a girl who I'll call Samantha. Recently, they both, both confessed to me that they like each other, but told me not to tell anyone, especially the person they like. However, I failed and I accidentally told Samantha that Jake likes her and she freaked out. They later got into a text fight and I feel like I ruined their friendship forever. Do you have any advice for me? Okay, so this one is hard. I feel like, um, you know, yeah, you messed up. You made the mistake by telling Samantha that Jake likes her when, like, you weren't supposed to. But, you know, it's such a minor mistake. And I, like, I feel like you didn't intend for any of this to happen, obviously, that, like, you shouldn't put the blame on yourself. So don't worry about, like, oh, I ruined their friendship forever, blah, blah, blah. Like, you made a mistake. And, yeah, it sucks. But it's not, you know, like what you did is not going to determine like everything going on between them you know like maybe they were going to have a fight anyways who knows I just think that like everything (laughs) I say this a lot but everything happens for a reason so maybe there's a reason that like they got into this fight maybe they did need to resolve some issues or whatever it is so I think like don't blame yourself too much yeah you made a mistake but it's okay you can't take it back and all you can do is just tell them you know hey I'm sorry I didn't mean to do this like I didn't mean to make you know you guys get into a fight or whatever but I guarantee you it's not your fault you know maybe telling Samantha that Jake likes her was like the 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 trigger for the fight but like in the end you know what goes on beyond that is not your fault so I think just don't put too much pressure on yourself and let them sort it all out and I think it'll be fine and hopefully they resolve things and you know I don't know the full extent to the situation but I'm sure that it's going to be okay and Um, you can try and help them along the way, but honestly, maybe even just staying out of it and letting them do their thing and, and sort through it might be the best route to take. This next DM has to do with like drugs and addiction. So if you are like, um, upset by this, then 
I would suggest skipping like a couple minutes. So this person said, I really need some advice. Disclaimer, the first one is a bit heavy hearted. Um, so I have a friend, let's call her Anna. Me and my friend found out that she does some drugs. Not ex- not exactly sure what. Um, and she vapes. We're really scared for her as someone that went to the school that is across the road from ours OD'd and died. In Canada, there's an overdose prevention kit that stops someone from ODing if they, t- if they take too much. I don't know what to do and I'm really scared. Um, okay, so they asked for two separate pieces of pieces of advice. The first one is, um, first of all, like, I am so glad that you, you, like, care enough to try and help her and, like, you know, bless your soul for trying to get her help. I think something that I've learned, um, I haven't had a lot of addiction in my life, thankfully, but, like, something that I've learned is that when people are addicted to things, like, the only one that can truly make them stop is themselves. And I'm not saying that like what other people do doesn't help because absolutely it can. Your words of encouragement totally help. But just like, you know, it's it's like a, a mental thing for these people who are addicted. And um, in the end, they're going to be the ones with the willpower to stop themselves. So if you can just give them that courage, that boost to, to help them figure it out in their own head, like um, that definitely helps. So, so don't stop, um, doing whatever you can to help your friend, Anna. Um, I think like if you're really worried about it, maybe contacting parents is something that you should do or like a school counselor or teacher or someone that would know what to do about it. Because I think like a lot of people are worried about, you know, oh, my friend would kill me if like I told her parents about this or that she vapes or that she is um trigger warning self-harming or something like that you know um but I think in the end like that person is going to be so much better off if they have some adult in their life who's aware of it and who's trying to like actively get them to stop and so like you as her friends can you know do your part but I think if you're truly worried about it and like worried for her safety and her health I think that's when you need to turn it over to like a parent or someone that you trust that's an adult that can really help you because you know obviously when you care about someone who's your friend you don't want to see them get into stuff like this and so um I know it's really hard and you know like I said I'm really glad that you're trying to get her help it's really scary to think about people ODing and dying from drugs. It's a huge issue in our country and, you know, all across the world. But in America, it's kind of like common. That's why we have like that. The war on drugs is something you might have heard. Um, you know, we're trying to fight against drugs because there's just so many drugs on the street. So many people addicted to drugs and it's sad. So I think honestly, anything that you do to maybe um, even give her like a little intervention and or make some sort of informational thing and show her like why what she's doing is bad for her but doing it in the best way possible so that she knows it's coming from like a place of love and not like oh you're trying to scold her or um, get mad at her for the things she's doing like I think she just needs to understand that what she's doing is like super unhealthy maybe get a trusted adult and um, you know give her words of encouragement and I think doing all three of those things can definitely go a long way but of course, I don't know how easy that'll be because, you know, it probably won't be once people are addicted to things like that. It's it's really, really, really hard. Um, but I hope that you get her some help. I hope she gets herself some help and I think it'll end up being okay. Okay, so the second piece of advice that this person asked for was how do you cope with letting someone go that you thought the friendship... Um, who you thought the friendship would last forever with. Okay, so that is something 
really hard I I'm trying to like draw my own life experiences and honestly I don't know if I have had too many of those friends where I thought like oh you know we're gonna be friends forever and then it doesn't end up happening because so far I've had a friend who I've literally been friends with since we were babies so 16 years (laughs) Um, and I do think that we're gonna be friends for a long time at least and then I have two best friends who I've been friends with for 11 years so like I honestly just have a history of like holding on to friendships for a long time in my life and I haven't really experienced that many friendship breakups However, there was this girl in fifth grade who literally became like a sister to me. We bonded for honestly some unfortunate reasons, um, but we were so close and I can't even explain what kind of bond I had with this girl. Like it was something special. Like I don't know what it was, but we were just such good friends. Like I, I love her. I still care about her, but we don't talk anymore. And you know, it sucks. And I think like sometimes I do look back and I get sad about it, but it was in fifth grade. I mean, the last time I saw her was like middle school, maybe like seventh grade. So either way, it's been a while. It's been a long time since I've seen her. Um, and she has her own family issues. She's moved multiple times. And so it was really, really hard to keep up the friendship with her. And also she had her own issues. And so she, you know, kind of distanced herself with me. And I, I, I understand I'm not going to go into her whole backstory because that'd be too personal. But um, I just think like, yeah, she was someone who I thought would be in my life for, I, I wouldn't say forever, but just someone who I thought would like stick around for a while. And like, we had such an amazing bond that I thought like, I don't know, our friendship would last longer. But once we moved into middle school, um, after fifth grade, like we went to different schools, we separated, we distanced, she had family issues and, you know, it was really, really hard. So I think for me, when I think about her every once in a while, you know, I do get sad about it, but like, I think I know that we are two completely different people at this time in our lives and I don't think that like we'd be as compatible now as we were back in fifth grade or middle school and I think like honestly I've just come to terms with that like it's all about like accepting the place that you are in life right now and like realizing that there's a reason that you guys aren't friends anymore and as much as that as much as it might hurt like it it is for a reason, you know, like there is a reason that, you know, the universe is not, um, making you guys friends. There's got to be some, some reason, like someone else is going to come into your life. That's going to be even better. I, you know, I don't like to say better, but you know what I mean? So, um, I think just like, if you look at it in a positive light, like, yes, this sucks, but it's going to open my eyes, um, and, and help me realize that like maybe she wasn't a good person to have in my life that's kind of a more positive way to look at it I guess um but you know either way any friendship breakup sucks especially when you think they're going to be in your life forever and honestly um people people drift out of your life in and out of your life all throughout your life it is very rare to have someone who is there for your whole entire life I mean besides your like family and stuff like you know there aren't that many people who have literally lifelong friendships you know from the time they're born to the time they die or from elementary school all the way till they're 80 or whatever like it's not that common it's just what happens it's life people come into your life you think they're going to be there forever and they're not and that sucks but I think it's honestly a really like beautiful process if you think about it because I don't know it's just it's kind of cool how like life brings you a bunch of different people and you know, in different stages of your life and you learn lessons from everyone that you encounter. And I think, you know, 
I just think that's a it's a really cool thing so if you think of it in like the most positive way I think it's going to be okay and honestly if you guys are meant to be friends in the end you guys will find your way back to each other but if not like it wasn't meant to be and that's hard to accept sometimes but one day you're going to wake up and you're going to be like yeah I understand like I understand why we're not meant to be so anyways that got a little I don't even know not deep just like wow um didn't know I had all those thoughts in my mind but anyways yeah that's what my podcast is good for it's like I'm ranting okay y'all I just want to interrupt for a second the advice segment to talk about like this um not this what what am I even saying (laughs) to talk about the reviews that people have left for me on my podcast I think these are coming from like the apple podcast app or whatever I'm not sure but I just want to read this super sweet um comment or sorry review that someone left me and like if you're listening to this, thank you so much. This person said, this is one of my top three podcasts that I listen to and for a reason. Her episodes are high quality and not like some others. I literally love it. If you're a tween, teen, whoever, and likes to keep up with drama, get advice on a huge range of topics, listen to an experienced high school to- high schooler talking about re- relatable and captivating stories, and this is definitely for you. I am literally smiling so much reading that. I just... Uh, I love you guys so much. Like, <laughs> I am so grateful that people have given me a platform like even if my podcast platform is way smaller than my youtube i'm just so glad that people like actually find me interesting like it still like blows my mind to this day that you guys are like still listening and interacting and asking for advice and like honestly i just love to help people and that's why i have made my advice segments and i don't know i'm just so glad that that you guys are enjoying this and i just wanted to share that review because it really made me happy and thank you guys for any and every review that you give me I'm honestly just I'm I'm so grateful for this platform and like to be able to you know the ability to help people and give them advice so yeah just thank you guys thank you don't want to get on mushy but you know love y'all so anyways I want to give advice to this person that emailed me they basically said so I think my I think my younger brother is growing up too fast and I don't know what to do about it he's very young to know all he knows and I worry for him Um, you don't, it's fine if you don't have any advice to give, but thank you for reading this. So I actually responded to this, but my mic wasn't recording. So I have to respond again. It's fine. But anyways, I think like what I said, um, when I wasn't recording was that it's a natural process and there's only so much that you can do to like interfere with the way he grows up. Like, yeah, you can watch him, you can monitor the things that he's doing, the influences he's around, talk to your parents, And, like, those aren't necessarily bad things, but, like, honestly, at one point, you might just have to let it, like, let it slide and let him go. And, like, it is such a normal thing for people to be, like, exposed to things, whether it's violence or um, inappropriate things like, um, you know, swearing or or bad video games like whatever it is like it's very normal for kids to discover that at a young age and then just slowly start growing up maybe faster than they need to yeah but at this point like there's so many kids on like tiktok and in like social media that have access to things like that that it's like so hard to stop that unless you just take their social media away and like yeah if he's like doing things that worry you or he's like 
hurting himself by by like looking at this like if this is like a harmful thing to him then like you know that's when you should be worried but like if he if you think that he's just like growing up too fast or like knowing too many things I feel like that's not something that you should interfere with or worry about too much just because like I said it is a natural process and so many kids just eventually hit a point where they're just like starting to learn all these things that maybe they shouldn't know about but they do and it's very normal so I wouldn't worry too much unless it's like actually really affecting him or like hurting him in a negative way. So this next person emailed me. They said, hi, Sister Spill. I know I've emailed you before, but I need advice or something else that I just don't know what to do about. By the way, guys, I know that some of you guys are like worried about emailing me or messaging me or sending me voice messages multiple times. Don't worry about it, honestly. Like if you want to email me 10 times and ask me for advice, that's fine. As long as they're just unique situations every time, because, you know, I like to keep the, the advice segment fresh. But anyways, They said, so basically every time before this one class, language class, I start shaking so much and my heart rate goes up and pounds so hard and I can barely breathe. That's the one class that stresses me out that much. And today I had my first anxiety attack from it. It's like the entire week I can barely eat because it stresses me out. The reason it stresses me out a lot is because there's a lot of speaking I'm not comfortable doing. What should I do? How can I calm my nerves? Thank you. Hope you've been well. Um, Thank you for checking up on me. I've been pretty well. Um... So yeah, like the the symptoms that you described are definitely like really similar to what I have when I have I have anxiety attacks and like that is definitely um you know an anxiety thing. Um I think like something that you could do which I know might be a little uncomfortable is sending an email to your teacher and like kind of explaining the situation to say, you know, like I have anxiety attacks because of like the amount of speaking we do in this class. Like I'm willing to participate, but I just wanted to let you know that like, um, you know, if I seem quiet or like anxious, this is why. And like maybe even just without asking anything, your teacher will read that and be like, oh, you know, and then maybe call on you less or make it a little bit easier for you or something like that. Like I feel like, um, Obviously, you could send them a, a, your teacher an email and just be like, hey, like, do you think I could, you know, not be called on as much or do less speaking? But I feel like maybe if you explain the situation and just don't even ask anything, then your teacher might feel obligated to be like, oh, you know, maybe I should kind of offer them a way to like help remedy this situation, make it make it feel better. So I don't know if that makes sense at all, but maybe emailing your teacher like that could be one of the the best options in my opinion um as far as like calming down when you're having um having an anxiety attack um and things like that like um breathing is like the biggest thing you know sometimes when I get going I'm just like hyperventilating and like I just can't I literally can't breathe because I'm I'm focusing too much on like breathing through my mouth and then I start going like <sighs> and like literally can't breathe so um make sure that you like breathe through your nose and stuff if you're having having an anxiety attack because that helps and then also something that I saw which I don't really know how much it helps but there's something I'm pretty sure it's called like EFT signals or something like that something interesting like that um where basically I wish I had like a camera on me where I could show you um but honestly, you know what, if I find something about it, I'll, like, link it in the podcast description of this episode, because, um, it's basically where you just, like, hit your hands, like, in a certain way, and then, like, your chin, and then, like, your throat, and then, like, your forehead, and, like, like, tapping, and, like, apparently those, like, the tapping sends signals to your brain to kind of, like, calm down. It's some sort of, like, scientifically proven thing that, like, helps you calm your nerves, so, like, that's one thing that I've heard about, but other than that, like, you know, 
anxiety attacks suck and you know a lot of it is just waiting for it to pass and I hope that you can get the courage to email your teacher I was about to say dm your teacher no (laughs) um email your teacher and maybe just ask for some sort of accommodations or don't even ask for anything just explain the situation and see what they say because hopefully you know they'd be understanding and, and like next time you're in class they'll be like oh I remember you know this person doesn't really like to speak so I'll go a little easier on them and you know even little things like that might might help just knowing that like they know the situation so I looked it up and it is called EFT tapping like EFT tapping points um and I found like a a good little infographic that's really simple and it kind of just explains the points that you can tap on obviously like if you're in public you don't want to be like tapping your face in front of people I get it but if you're alone um in your room or something and you're dealing with anxiety like this might be something that could help so yeah I'll just like leave the link to the little infographic in the description of my podcast episode or if you follow my um podcast instagram i will upload a picture of that on my instagram to help any of you guys so yeah that's something that i've I've actually used during anxiety attacks and like i don't know how much it actually helps me but i feel like it does help knowing that like i think it's helping me it's kind of like the placebo effect so like i don't know i i really do think it helps though just because like every time that i've done it i have felt more calm down and it gives you something to focus on other than like breathing really fast or like your heart rate or like hand shaking things like that so if you like start tapping then you're focusing on something else other than like your anxiety attack so um yeah that might be something that helps you so this next email said hey sister spill how are you um i'm doing pretty well i've been really busy and stressed lately but like overall pretty well um so they said, I'm Daniel and I need I need advice. So I'm 19 and I'm struggling with social anxiety. I'm having trouble building relationships at work and also in life. And I all just, and I just feel lonely because all my other brothers are having friends and I feel that I don't have any friends and I'm alone because no one invites me to anything and I just feel useless sometimes. I've had six jobs and I just feel lonely and it's hard to make friends and I don't have a best friend. So can you give me advice? And I love your podcast. Okay, so... This makes me really sad because I had a moment like a couple months ago, I think I was on TikTok or something, and I was reading through a comment section where people were just talking about like how lonely they felt or like how they didn't have a best friend. And I realized like, I was like, I'm so lucky that I have multiple best friends because some people don't have best friends or they literally don't have a friend to lean on. And like, that was me freshman year. But like at the same time, I had friends outside of the school that I was going to at least, you know, even if I didn't have any friends at the school I was going to at least there were some people that I could talk to outside of school. So like, it just hurts, honestly, to think about like my experience freshman year having no friends times like a hundred and literally having like no one that you can text, not a good best friend, not friends that invite you to things. Like that must be a horrible feeling. And I'm not trying to like rub it in or anything or make it worse or make you think about it more, but I'm just trying to like, you know, sympathize with you because it's really, really hard for people to grasp the idea that like some people are that lonely and loneliness is one of the worst feelings to go through. So I really feel for you and like, you know, I have had a fraction of experience with what you are experiencing, but at the same time, I am lucky enough to have some close friends. And so I can't say that I know exactly how you feel. Um, I just want to say that like little things like this, you know, making internet friends was something that actually really helped me at one point in my life where I didn't have friends. I had two 
probably more than two, but um, I had I had a couple internet friends that like I would talk to daily during school when I had no friends. Literally would like text them from the bathroom stall, just being like, you know, trying to distract myself or asking them how school was going for them, things like that, and just like internet friends are honestly like such blessings. I love them, (laughs) Um, but you know nowadays with social media and the internet being so prominent in our culture I feel like it's a really really good place to reach out to people and um, I know that that can be like a little scary or you might be like well who do I even reach out to and that's also a good question but I feel like if there is something in particular that you're interested in for example like let's say you like racing cars or like working on cars maybe find like a mechanic society or something in your local area and maybe follow people that follow that Instagram account or maybe dm people that follow that and just be like hey like what's up oh i see you're interested in this blah 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 start a conversation it is so much easier to start conversations over social media especially when it's not like facetime or you know going on omegle or things like that like when you're just typing out an instagram message that is so much easier um and so i think like maybe I, I like I know that that's kind of like a dumb suggestion, but if there happens to be something that like sparks in your mind when I like give this advice, that would be great. Um, but yeah, if there is like something that you're passionate about or like a hobby that you have and there's like an Instagram account for it or some sort of society or like club you can join for it um, or way to like reach out to someone like I think that could be beneficial. And I'm sorry that like you even feel discluded like with your brothers around like your brothers all have friends and things like that. But I don't know like do your brothers not hang out with you at all like if they don't I just feel like that's upsetting because they you know if they see that you're so lonely I I don't like I don't understand why they wouldn't try and hang out with you um but just know like it's not you like you're not an issue you are unfortunate enough to have social anxiety which is horrible and like I have a little bit of social anxiety myself but not enough to like keep me from you know living life it's more just regular anxiety but like social anxiety is something that a lot of people don't understand and they think that like people are just shy but social anxiety is a real thing and it's something that that is so difficult to deal with because you want more than anything to make friends and talk to people and interact and just have someone to lean on a best friend to talk to or facetime late at night and and it's so hard to just reach out to someone and so I think like in your situation, you know, you say you have, you've had like six jobs or something like that. Like it's so difficult to say what to do because, you know, you have had multiple jobs, you know, those are opportunities to make friends. If you hadn't, and if you haven't made friends so far in any of those jobs, like, I don't, like, I don't know where you're working or things like that, but like try and pick something that's more personal to you and I I feel like I'm giving such crappy advice but I want to help so badly I think like you know obviously I'm not telling you to go quit your current job right now and like find one that's better like no you know you have a, a job for a reason that's fine but I feel like if there's something like I don't know what you're interested in or what current job you have now but like if there's something that you're really passionate about and you can get a job in it I feel like just even like being around people that you feel like comfortable with in some sense because like they are interested in the same things as you could be really helpful because like if you're working somewhere random like fast food or like retail like it's really hard because you might not 
I don't know, feel comfortable talking to these people because they're just random, you know, co-workers. You guys have nothing in common. You're just working at the same place. Um, but if you, like, are working somewhere that is more tailored to, like, your personal interests, maybe that would be easier. And also, like, maybe the next job that you apply to maybe if there's like an additional comment section or like during an interview or something like that maybe you could just be like hey like I'm kind of shy you know I have social anxiety and so like just wanted to let you know um I have a hard time reaching out to people but I'm excited to make friends and maybe just even mentioning that little thing could help you make a friend I think there you're not like this isn't gonna last forever you're 19 you're young um and there are so many opportunities for you to make friends that are coming up and it won't last forever and I think like honestly you're going through the struggle now so that eventually you're gonna come out on top you're gonna find a really good friend and you're gonna be you know grateful <laughs> at the end that, that you found that good friend and right now is just like the roughest part is like dealing with the loneliness but I guarantee you this will not last forever and you're gonna be just fine so this person said, I have a few things to talk about, but my main is my best friend. Let's call her Georgie. She's been very toxic lately. For example, I have a TikTok account and I made this one video about ways to get stronger. I showed my muscles and abs, but my friends were making fun of me in a funny way, which I was laughing as well. But she also screenshotted the part where I showed my muscles and started sending it to my other friends and showing the whole cafeteria on purpose. She also has been showing my most embarrassing photos to the entire cafeteria, but no one has ever paid attention, which is great, but it's still so aggravating. She also has been pulling my hair every time she says, come for her. Um, sorry, this is a little bit confusing to read. Um, she's been pulling my hair. Um, I told her to stop and she apologizes, but still does it. The most offensive thing she did was call me a stick. I'm pretty skinny, which I don't mind, but she calls me a stick and I hate it. So I walked away and I told her to leave me alone and stop playing the victim in every argument. Then she started yelling, saying you'd blame me for everything. And I was like, you're always playing the victim. So that happened. Then she apologized. Then I made a rule book and this happened all in two days. Okay. So yeah, that's a lot to take in. Um, this girl, the stuff that she's doing is not something that like, a regular friend should be doing you know like pulling your hair making fun of your tiktoks literally body shaming you and calling you a stick like those are not things that you should put up with and you're very right in fighting back however saying things like oh you're always playing a victim in this um in arguments blah 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 or like yelling at her back actually might make it worse i feel like honestly a lot of times the best way to get through situations like this is literally doing like calm confrontation and what I mean by that is like either in person through the phone or through text or through snapchat however you want to communicate what makes you the most comfortable write out a whole thing even if you're saying it maybe just like t like plan out what you're gonna say write it in your notes app or something like that because honestly that like helps you sort your thoughts out so much more so that that way if you're talking to her in person you're not just like pulling things out of your head um plan out something to say to her say hey i've been feeling this way because of this um you know and don't like put the blame that's something that i've heard a lot in like um like friendship advice things is like don't say you know you did this and so now i'm mad or whatever like instead just be like i feel instead of saying you make me feel just be like i feel this way because this happened or things like that like just little things about like the way you word things can make people a lot more accepting to what you're gonna say so like I'm not saying that like you're wrong for standing up to her because you you absolutely should but like just make sure that 
the way you're wording things comes off as very like cool and collected and like you're the mature one in the situation and that will really go a long way so I think like maybe next time you see her plan out your thoughts maybe write something down you can text her about this or talk to her in person like I said and just be like hey Georgie I really I've been feeling kind of upset lately because you've been pulling my hair or I've been upset because I've been called a stick in that like you know, I don't really like when people comment on my body. So things like that just like really make her understand why it is that you're upset. Because if you go around yelling, you know, you're always playing the victim or you're so rude or I hate that you said that or I don't want to be your friend anymore. Like all of those things are just going to make Georgie more defensive because they're going to be like, oh, well, she's yelling. I'm going to yell at her back, you know, instead of you just being like really collected and calm and explaining to her why you're upset. Um, yeah, I, I hope that, that makes sense. So the next email, um, this person said, first of all, I love your podcast and I listen to it all the time. So this is going to be a long one. Thank you. Um, my life is really messing up lately. First of all, my dog just passed and he was my best friend and meant a lot to me. On top of that, I have to take the OST, which is the Ohio State Test, and my mother and sister are just ruining my life. My sister messes up everything. She's always messing with me and she follows me around everywhere. She's always telling lies to get me in trouble and a lot of the time my mother and brother always believe her. My mom is always saying that I need to be a better sister and that I need to just ignore her, but that's super hard since she's super annoying and she's super destructive and somewhat violent. On top of that, my mother always thinks that I'm lying and whenever I try to tell her something, she always believes it's a lie. For example, last month, my sister threw my TV remote against my wall and then five minutes later said it was missing. I told my mother and she said that I was lying and she didn't believe that my sister threw my remote and that it just magically disappeared even though my sister picked the keys off her school computer keyboard and put a hole in our basement floor. Whoa. Um, another example is that one day my older brother accidentally hit his head against my wall and he's kind of heavy handed. He ended up cracking the wall and the paint began to peel. I showed my mother and she told me that she believes that I did it and I was just trying to blame it on my brother. And my mother is always saying that I'm stupid about and and she's always criticizing my weight and my eating habits even though they aren't that bad and my weight is actually not bad at all. On top of that, I've also been losing my friends. Since quarantine, I've been drifting away from my friends and last August, my TikTok got deleted and I couldn't download it back because of my phone. So therefore, I kind of fell off the social media pyramid. Now I only talk to four people and we'll call them Mia, Kendra, Kylie, and June. Each of them are slowly drifting away. Maddie and Kendra and me are sort of this trio that we made last year and both of them are starting not to answer our FaceTime calls and they can hardly text me back. Kylie and June are sisters and I've been best friends with them since, since we were six and it seems like seems like they don't want to be my friend anymore. June doesn't answer the phone as much and when she does she hangs up on me to talk to her other friends and it seems like Kylie is starting to get annoyed with me a lot. June even told Kylie that I'm clingy and that I'm starting to be toxic. Both of them make fun of me because I love to read and honestly I take my schoolwork seriously. Um... And because I take my score seriously, I don't know where that honestly came in. Um, all of this has caused my grades to drop and it's put me in a terrible mental state. I'm always feeling unloved and I feel like no one wants me to be, no one wants to be around me. It's made me super sensitive and it's made me more insecure than I already am. So what should I do to control my little sister and to make my mother start to believe me and treat me better? Um, and what should I do to try and keep the friendships I have so that I don't lose any friends? Sorry, this is super long, but I hope you can put this in the podcast. And if not, just please help me out. Okay, so obviously, if you're listening, this is in the podcast. But um, a lot to respond to. I want to start with your mom and your sister. So obviously, there's something deeper going on there with your family issues. Um, the fact that like your mom isn't believing anything that you say, um, whether it be about, you know, peeling paint or... Um, 
a TV remote, like the fact that she is not giving you the benefit of the doubt ever is concerning because it's like, you know, she's your mom. Like she shouldn't be treating you differently than your siblings or, you know, saying that you're lying instead of asking you what happened first or even considering that like maybe you're telling the truth. Um, that's really, really upsetting. And like, when it comes to family issues like this, I never know what kind of advice to give people because I'm always like, like, I want to say, you know, oh, just ignore it or, oh, it'll get better. But like things like that are really hard. I mean, when it's your family, you're around them all the time. And like, usually they, you know, when it's like moms or dads, they get into these habits, they start acting this way. And like, it's really hard because like, you don't want to stand up to them because you don't want to get in trouble, but you also don't want to like put up with it anymore. And so like, it is a really, really tough situation to be in. And like, I totally understand why you're upset and you're insecure about this. I mean, even the fact that she's commenting on your weight or your eating habits is really, really like uncalled for. I feel like any parent shouldn't like, like every parent should just like refrain from commenting on their child's like weight or eating habits um you know like obviously there's there's a line that you shouldn't cross of course it's okay for a parent to be like hey you know maybe we should try and eat healthier like I'm gonna just stop buying so much junk food because like I think you know we as a family we should be healthier or oh I read that you know this is bad for you or things like that or like oh I think you know we should be feeding you more vegetables but I don't think it's appropriate for like parents or anyone in general to comment on someone else and be like oh you know what like you're you're gaining weight or oh why are you eating so much or oh you're still hungry like all of those things collectively over time hearing that can like really make someone insecure and so I think like that is something that she should not be doing and I just want to let you know that that's like not normal and to ignore her the best you can when it comes to those comments I know it's really not that easy and if someone was telling me that all the time I would be upset and it would be really hard to ignore but like I don't know that's honestly my only advice for like the eating habits thing because I don't know what else to do you know you could just you could tell her but then she might get mad because if she thinks that you're lying about everything I'm sure that if you try and stand up to her she's also going to be rude about it just from like the the kind of conclusion I'm making from all the stuff that you told me it seems like confronting her might go the wrong way um I think honestly it's really really hard because like I said she is your family and like she's acting this way and so you have to be around her all the time and like it would be hard to confront her but if you do get a chance or you think that there's even the slightest way that she would be understanding or listen to you if you really came to her one night or you know it doesn't have to be one night but just one day and said like hey you know mom I've been feeling this way I feel like you don't believe me um but say it in a way that's not like you're trying to get mad at her or blame her for things because you know like I said for the last advice thing like people get so defensive so if you come at her with like a very like calm approach and be like hey you know like I'm honestly feeling sad about this you know I feel like I'm not listened to or that you don't believe me and it's kind of hurting me so I don't know um (laughs) I'm not saying that that's gonna solve all your problems but I'm honestly stumped with this one like it's really hard. If any of you guys listening have advice for this person, please let me know and I'll share it with them because I genuinely don't know what I would do in this situation because it is like their mom. I don't, I like, I don't know what to do because this mom seems like they're very like defensive or they just, they're stubborn. They don't want to listen. So I don't know. Um, as far as the friend thing, I think, like I said, a couple, couple stories ago, um, it is normal to have people come in and out of your life, but I think, like, especially keep up with those friends that you've been friends with since you were six, because, like, 
I don't know. I feel like if you haven't expressed like your worry about losing the friendship to them yet, maybe do so because honestly, sometimes they're just major miscommunication issues within friendships that like I've had for example like um from one side I've had friends where it seems like they don't really care about me or they're just like trying to hang out with their other friends but then I've had them tell me like oh well you haven't been texting me first that much and so I just kind of distanced myself because I thought you didn't want to be friends so things like that communication goes a long way and sometimes when like the communication is like all messed up then the two of you guys might think different things so like I think maybe reach out to your friends, all of them, but especially the ones that you've been friends with for a long time or you really like cherish your friendships with and just be like, hey, I've been feeling this way and like, I don't know if I'm like misinterpreting things or whatever, but um, I just want to let you know that I really value our friendship and I just feel it's slipping away and like, I really want to talk to you guys more. So um, yeah, maybe just reach out and say something like that and hopefully they'll understand. And if they don't understand, like that's really hard, but I feel like, you know, maybe they'll, they'll drift out of your life, but it's it's for a reason. I hate saying that over and over again and it sounds so dumb, but like when you really do get into the everything happens for a reason mindset, it can help like alleviate a lot of stress sometimes because it's like, I mean, obviously it doesn't help with everything, but it helps you like realize that like it did happen for a reason. Like if you look back through your life, like for example, um, my freshman year experience when I had no friends, like going through that I was like why is this happening to me I'm literally such a friendly girl like I've tried so hard to make friends I thought I would have friends by now why is this happening to me and now looking back on it I'm like it happened because it literally taught me the lesson of like how it feels to be lonely and now I can really like empathize with people who don't have friends or I can understand like the struggles that other people go through when they like feel so alone at school things like that like I don't know just everything does happen for a reason and my reasoning for that was that like that experience taught me so many lessons and it honestly just made me into a stronger and like better person so like there are always reasons for the things that happen to you and I think um if these friendships don't work out then there are probably new friendships coming your way um so yeah just good luck with that and I'm sorry that like you feel that social media like falling off of social media has like cost you friendships because it shouldn't be that way I've been like really frustrated with social media lately because it's like you like everyone is on it everyone is on it and like when you're not on it you feel so disconnected from the world because it's like everyone else is on it they're doing trends they're watching funny videos and you feel so like apart from people if you're not on it that you just feel obligated to go on Instagram or make TikToks or things like that and like in reality I wish I could just not spend any time on on social media because all it does is like preach you know like certain beauty standards like like the stupid tiktok trends that are like oh i hate the inverted filter like it makes me look so gross like or oh look at my side profile or look at how my body looks in the inverted filter like i don't know if you guys realize how harmful those trends are like i've only just been realizing lately that like like anytime that i see a tiktok that like pertains to getting a nose job or like not liking a certain feature on your face like people have been like saying things about like the the strangest things like oh i don't like how my ears look or like things like that and I'm just like wow are we really doing this are we really getting insecure about every single thing and then one person makes a TikTok about it and then everyone thinks that like it's something that they should worry about now like before social media I didn't even know that like stretch marks or um like things like that were something to be insecure about like I literally was just like oh like cool it's like a body thing like I didn't think that that was something to be insecure about and then 
you know, social media rolls around and everyone's talking about like, oh, I'm, I'm so insecure about like my stretch, mar- stretch marks and things like that. And not saying that like they're not allowed to be insecure, but it's just sad because once a few people say it, like everyone thinks that they are, they need to be insecure about it. And like, I know I'm going off on a tangent. That's, this has nothing to do with it, but I just want to let you guys know that like every time that I'm on TikTok and I see something pertaining to like the beauty standard or being insecure about something, I literally like you know how you can like hold down on a TikTok video and press like not interested? I literally do that for those videos now because I'm just like, I do not need that, like that negativity on my for you page. Cause the more I see those videos, the more I'm going to get insecure and I've already gotten insecure enough because of TikTok. So from now on, I'm like really trying to monitor like the stuff that I watch online because I've just realized recently like how much it really has affected me. Like I am so insecure now about so many things because social media like told me I should be basically and it's so sad. So anyways, that was my little rant about social media. Just be careful about it. Um, but I like I said, it's like crazy how disconnected people feel if they don't have Instagram or Snapchat or TikTok because everyone uses it nowadays. So like I'm sorry that you feel that way and I just hope that you know also that like you're not a re you're what am I trying to say you're not a nerd for liking reading or school like I love reading I love school I feel like I'm not a nerd I don't know why like a nerd has such like a negative connotation to it either like okay and like reading what's what's wrong with reading like reading is so much better than scrolling on social media for four hours when you could be absorbing information like I don't know I just think like, don't let people get you down about it. And there are people out there that do enjoy reading and do enjoy schoolwork like me that are just waiting to be your friend and you just haven't come across them yet. So don't worry about it too much. Okay, so that's all the advice I'm giving this episode. I know it's a little bit of a longer one, but now I want to talk about some tea, mainly the whole Jaden, Nessa, Josh situation. I won't go like too into it because I'm sure that you guys are tired of it if you have been following tea pages, but like, um, I made a video about it and, um, it it's interesting because so much has changed even since that video um when I made that video like Mads hadn't recorded or well she had recorded but her podcast episode with the the podcast call her daddy hadn't been released yet and she spilled a lot in that episode I listened to the whole thing and I just wanted to kind of like tell you guys my thoughts further about the situation um because I don't think I'm going to make a follow-up video on it at least not right now unless like something huge happens just because like um I'm extremely busy and I I have a couple other ideas to make videos about before that so that isn't like my highest priority right now but that's why I have my podcast so I can talk about things so um if you guys don't know about the situation just go watch my most recent video on my channel um but this is everything beyond that video so Mads talked about the whole situation on this podcast episode and I listened to the whole thing um it was like an hour long or something like that and I just remember sitting in my bed and literally feeling like I had like a pit in my stomach for her because I just felt so like I don't know why it like affected me so much like this is literally like you know dumb social media drama but like I just feel so bad for her and Josh and I'm not saying that like you know everyone is is not like guilty in this situation because obviously like Jaden and Nessa they are the most guilty ones um but like I'm sure that Mads did things that were unhealthy and Jaden um in her and Jaden's relationship and like I'm sure that Josh did unhealthy things with Nessa but what matters is like loyalty and like it is so upsetting that like just a couple weeks after after Maz and Jaden break up like automatically Jaden and Nessa are just getting together and like 
I understand maybe they made some crazy special bond and you know they just can't stop themselves from liking each other and like that seems to be the case and like normally that's fine but when it's only been a couple of weeks since you broke up with this girl that you say you were gonna marry like that this is what Mads talked about is she was like yeah like you know we had plans to marry each other he gave me a promise ring like we thought we'd be together forever and like I know that's like a lot of people in their relationships but like she was so in love with him and it's so like heartbreaking just like listening to that episode literally like I said I had a pit in my stomach because I could just feel like the emotion coming out in her voice like the pain that she had and like if you guys haven't listened to it already I would suggest doing that because she was really she was mature about it and I honestly I literally like I shed a few tears listening to to it because there was one part where she was like yeah, I'm so proud of Jaden. Like his album is going to be amazing. And when he performs, I'm going to be sitting in the back of the concert, listening to him, cheering him on because I'm so proud of him and he's going to change the world. And when she said that, I was like, wow, like the fact that she is still so supportive after everything that happened is just like, it just shows how much she cares about him. And it's so sad too. Cause she was like, yeah, Anessa was my best friend and it sucks like seeing this happen. And she, apologize to josh for like putting it on social media and it was just a really good podcast episode so like even though the drama is like settled down now i suggest that all of you guys listen to the podcast because it's like it's just it like really explains where she's coming from and like everyone thought she was so crazy for bringing it to social media and making such a big deal out of it but i understand completely why she did it and i don't blame her for anything at all i think like she was she had every right to do that and like honestly like Jaden was doing some shady stuff um it's honestly so complicated so I won't go into all the details but if you want to know all the details it's a really juicy episode so again listen to it but um I also I'll link that in the the description of my podcast episode if you guys can't find it but it's just yeah it, the whole situation situation is so messed up and I think like the most messed up part of it is that like um Jaden and Nessa are like kind of rubbing it in people's faces like they know that they're being photographed as they leave for dinner they know that people are going to see them in public they know that people are going to find out that they got matching tattoos they got like two matching tattoos which already like guys slow down um but yeah it's just crazy like how much has happened in just like the span of like a month between all four of them and it's really sad to see like such a betrayal but I also saw that Jaden like commented on josh's like recent instagram post or something like that it was on tiktok room and i'm really hoping that josh did not forgive Jaden because what he did in my opinion opinion um if i were josh i would never forget that like i don't know i mean josh was or probably is still so in love with nessa and like the fact that his best friend just started dating her with not much warning I mean he said that they did talk but like not much warning is just crazy to me and it's so like I don't understand how he's being so chill about it because Josh made his own podcast episode about it and he talked about it and he's just like yeah I have no hate towards any of them he was honestly super chill also link that podcast episode down in the description I just honestly think like all of these these podcast episodes are super fascinating so if you guys are interested in it I suggest listening to them because it really explains but the whole like podcast episode of Josh's was really him just being like yeah I'm you know it sucks but whatever I'm letting it go I don't care anymore like I don't have any hate for him for either of them like I just I want them to be happy and I was 
really amazed at that because it's like how how can you take a like such a calm approach like I am mad for you Josh and like everyone in his podcast episode podcast episode two was like yeah Josh how are you not like so upset about this and I think like part of it was he didn't want to bring it to social media or he didn't want to like create more drama so like that's why he refrained from like getting mad on his podcast but still like I think he's just come to terms with it and he's upset about it but he's just like keeping cool so I don't know I just wanted to like talk about this that situation I also wanted to talk about this whole Addison Bryce situation that's going on as you guys know they announced their breakup like I don't know a month ago like sort of recently but not like a week ago you know what I'm saying so it hasn't been that long since their breakup and like you know obviously Bryce seemed upset about it Addison I guess well I don't know she kept it pretty private so we don't really know how she felt about it but something came out yesterday where I guess there was proof that Addison was hanging out with Jack Harlow and if you guys don't know he's like a musician um if you guys know that like what's poppin song that like went viral on TikTok at one point um like the what's poppin brand new whip just I don't even know what the words are but anyways you guys should know that song so I'm pretty sure he sings that song if I'm correct I don't know maybe I could be completely wrong then you guys can laugh at me but anyways he's a musician like a rapper I think I don't even know that much about him but he's pretty well known and Addison was seen hanging out with him and then Bryce tweeted out oh and for also context people also noticed that Bryce and Addison were like I think it was at the Jake Paul fight that happened recently a lot of influencers were there Addison and Bryce were seen like literally like hugging each other on like this escalator and like hanging out and so people were like oh you know maybe they faked their breakup so that like they didn't have to deal with like the the social media anymore or the paparazzi um because they seemed like they were like back together or whatever and like Bryce jokingly commented on like the the t-post and was like aha like that's not us but everyone knew it was them it was obvious so like they were literally just hanging out together the other day like people were speculating that they were together then all of a sudden I see this thing about Addison Ray and Jack Harlow and now everyone's confused because I'm they're like Addison like what are you doing with Jack Harlow um like we thought we were you were back together with Bryce and then Bryce tweeted something like oh you know you're effing effing me and um and then you know telling me you love me but then you're hanging out with my best friend or something I can't remember exactly what the tweet said but basically just like calling out Addison it was clear it was about Addison that she that he tweeted this and then he was just like I feel like such an idiot that was another separate tweet that he made and everyone's now like oh shoot like like obviously Addison did something and then Keemstar who was also the one that announced uh Nessa and Jaden were dating before anyone else knew was like um it's now confirmed that Jack Harlow and Addison Rae are dating and now I'm like what is going on because weren't her and I like Bryce literally just hanging out the other day like they were cuddling up with each other I don't understand what's going on so I guess her and Jack Harlow have a thing I don't know how reliable that claim is about them dating but I do want to say like Keemstar was right about Jaden and Nessa before everyone knew so who knows he does have a lot of connections in the influencer world so that's why I'm like okay there is a high chance that this is real because like he does know a lot of people and like has a lot of sources that will tell him this information so like I you know I wouldn't be surprised if he's telling the truth or that it is somewhat true um but yeah if it is true I really feel bad for Bryce because I don't like Bryce. I've never liked Bryce. I think he's shown a lot of growth, but to be honest, like I don't respect him because of all of the stuff that he's done 
um in general partying he like he's thrown so many parties and he continues to go to parties and just do irresponsible things and so I for that reason I don't have any respect for him but I do see how much he loved Addison and how much he cares about her and it's really upsetting like even after like this whole like Mads and Jaden and like Nessa and Josh situation like seeing this just makes me so mad because I was really frustrated like I I don't think I've ever really been as invested in a TikTok tea situation as I have with the whole Nessa and Jaden thing and like this piled on top of it was just like wow like are any of these TikTokers loyal like I don't know it's just kind of sad to see I don't like obviously we don't know this whole story but Addison did tweet out later today because you know people were so confused she tweeted I'm single so um now everyone's confused because they're like okay well where'd Keemstar get that information from blah 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 I don't know I don't know where he got the information from I'm just reporting what I've heard but that means she's not with Bryce but she's not with Jack so now everyone's like girl what are you doing like I don't know it's just it's really like upsetting if she is playing with Bryce's feelings because it's like that's not what you do to someone you know it's just not worth it it's not fair and Bryce like has a little reality tv show where there were clips of him and he was just talking about it and he was just like it was kind of like the like a while ago when everyone found out that they broke up and he announced like or Addison announced um in an interview um that Bryce was her ex and like Bryce reacted to it on his reality show and was like oh like guys like Addison just referred to me as their ex and like they hadn't talked about bringing it on social media things like that so I don't know I think it's just interesting to look at so if you guys want to look at all that tea um I might make a video on it but I've been so extremely busy lately that I I don't know if I'll have time but if I don't get to a video go to TikTok room or TikTok insiders on Instagram and you'll see all the tea for that so that's all for today's episode. I've been talking for so long. Um, this was a longer episode, but I hope that you guys enjoyed. If you listen to this podcast podcast episode all the way through, DM me your favorite actor or actress. Um, mine, I love Timothy Chalamet. I love Leonardo DiCaprio, Kate Winslet, Emma Watson, Jennifer Lawrence. I, I don't know. I have a lot. I don't think I have a favorite. Um, but yeah, DM me your favorite actress or actor. If you want to send me a voice message through Anchor to get some advice, then you can click on the link that will be in the description of my podcast episode. You can also send me a voice message through Instagram at sisterspillyt or my podcast account at sisterspill or sorry, spillcast official, spillcast official. Or you can just DM me or you can email me at my business email at sisterspillytt at gmail.com. Again, that is um, the email that's in the description of all my YouTube videos, but it'll also be in the description of my podcast episode. So honestly, all the resources and information you need will just be in the description. If you press like see more on the podcast episode, you'll you'll see all the links and all the things that I talked about in this episode. So yeah, I think that's all I wanted to talk about um, and I will talk to you guys next week.